There's a beautiful thing that happens when the fog rolls down the hills and collects in the valleys of San Francisco. One can be completely lost and forget where you are or who you are, and you can only see a few feet in front of you. You reach out and think, is this an artisanal ice cream shop or a pour-over coffee shop? It's going to be one of the two, but which one? A drive over the Golden Gate Bridge is an act of faith that there's a bridge there at all. Hanging my arm out the window, I swooped a mason jar around and around in the air in hopes that I could bring back some of that magical fog to Galinda. But when I came back and opened it in our room, there was only the faint hint of eucalyptus and the whisper of a vast economic disparity. San Francisco, you're certainly worth opening up that mighty portal that leads us to the deep night. Friends, it's me, Dale Seaver, your host through the next hour of Regrets and Revelations, your spiritual guide as we explore the dark art of comedy and find comedy in dark places. I receive you happily here in the deep night. We come to you as we always do from the foul banks of the Gowanus, and though we traveled far from the little Gowani, a polluted Brooklyn Superfund site for those just joining us, we always keep a fetid little waterway in our hearts, and this was the case as we flew out to the city by the bay. For our fifth appearance at SF Sketchfest, my thanks to everyone who came out to see the show and to the organizers of Sketchfest, David, Cole, and Janet, who are always just doing the best job of everything out there, and I appreciate it. It's a wonderful festival to be a part of. The show was held in a little bar space in the tenderest part of SF, the Tenderloin, and I was so excited to warm up the crowd with a 20-minute sound check. I'm not sure why it took so long. Why there are still moments when the mics whistled and cooed, as you'll hear, I can only imagine that we were not alone on that stage, and that certain entities from beyond were swirling about, or maybe just some old dark energies from some relationships gone south, or just some kind of a black hole of things that happened there, swirling around Eddie and Turk. <laughs> Somewhere where the trolley car turns around. It's a, a deep, deep hole out there. Some, there's a lot of things go go wrong. Sometimes you think it's going to go one way, and then it goes sideways. And this show is no different. I thought it was going to go on this track, and it quickly went off the rails and went to a different place, which was just as much fun as what I was imagining. Uh, <laughs> when you're out there on the West Coast, you just relax, and you let things happen. I did tell a few friends that the show would be PG and okay to bring the little ones, which, as it turns out, uh, the show took a filthy turn right off the bat, and it never quite recovered. So I apologize to the parents, but I hope the children appreciate the expanded vocabulary. We continue to highlight the work of funny, amazing, brilliant women on the show, and the episode is no different. I was so pleased to welcome Michelle Buteau, soon to be seen on the Two Dope Queens specials on HBO, Becky Bronstein, a young comedian who is really breaking out, and two witches, unafraid of exploring dark or unusual places, a subject matter, She-Wolf and Beatrix, the hosts of Astral Projection Radio. And uh, we start and end the whole evening with music from the all-lady lineup of Ye Ming and The Rumors. So let's go now ever further into the deep night with music from the band and our live episode direct from SF Sketchfest. Fest. <laughs> 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 
So I can never see you coming around and Write me in your stories Remember me like you should And ditch me in the quarry It's understood Ditch me in the quarry It's understood Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Dale Seaver. I should have tested the cord. Bringing the rumors, everybody. They're bringing us in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, do you love sound checks? This is fantastic. Uh, I am Dale Seaver, and I'm so pleased to be with you. Uh, so many of you were just doing what you were doing, and then a mystic portal opened up beneath you, and here you are in the deep night. <laughs> deep afternoon, whatever the 5.30 qualifies as. This is wonderful. I'm happy to be back here with a live program at SF Sketchfest. It's terrific. In San Francisco, yes. Ah, uh, San Francisco, my goodness, what a place of natural beauty. Last night I spent out under the stars out there at Ocean Beach. The night before that I spent the evening in the crotch of a 3,000-year-old redwood. So what I'm saying is hotels are expensive. Ladies and gentlemen, and, but it's always nice to be here. Now, I live in New York, and I normally uh, uh, sleep in a uh, hammock that my wife, Galinda, has set up for me over a bed of crystals in a room that's uh, filled with 300-watt salt lamps. And some mornings, I wake up just very dehydrated, of course, from all the salt and all the power that's coursing beneath my body. The other morning, it was a chilly morning. Do you have those? <laughs> I'm kidding. This whole place is a chilly morning. That's why you're still having brunch at 3 o'clock. Uh, but it was chilly in New York. And uh, I reached uh, outside of my hammock there on the floor and pulled up a magnificent clear quartz crystal. And I began talking. Now, some lesser wizards uh, keep dream journals, right? But not for me, no. That's small potatoes. I held up this mighty clear quartz crystal that I found behind a mini-mart in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I began to speak my dreams into it. Now, I realize maybe I should stop here because throughout the course of this evening, we're going to be exploring the dark arts of comedy. And uh, I may use phrases and words that some of you are may not familiar with, like jeans or light bulbs. What are they? What do those mean? So, so let's take a moment and say crystals. Anybody here familiar with crystals? Yes, yes, a lot of you. But do you know what they mean, really, what they are? Well, let me tell you, crystals are ghosts that live underground. These dirt spirits are 
really just people who have gone on. Now, how did they get there? Well, a lot of people, uh, when somebody passes on, what's the number one way to get rid of a body? Probably a funeral pyre. Uh, there might be a shovel involved. Uh, but a lot of people still go for the traditional route, don't they? And they put them in the coffin. Well, here's the news. Coffins leak. And bodies get out, okay? It's just a fact of life. Now, some people have just fallen into a muddy hole. We all have friends like that, <laughs> right? People who are unaware of their surroundings and bad with boundaries. Well, some of them may have fallen in. Regardless, however the body gets into the dirt, this is what happens. After about 100 years or so, the flesh and the bones start to melt and merge with the soil and the minerals in the ground, and they begin to take on different shapes. And uh, some of them may be shiny or hard, and then they gain powers based on whoever that was that passed on. And then they may be able to communicate with worms and bugs and those little rolly things that are deep down in there and ancient grass deities. And that's how you get crystals. And a lot of the times you'll find them because some old rock hound will come along with his pickaxe, you know, and uh, usually under the cover of darkness, and will dig up the, 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 the crystals there. And that's how they end up in a yoga studio in Hayes Valley that smells like your sister's dorm room in 1994. So anyhow, these crystals are all around us. The next time you hold one up, don't just think about what it can do. Think, who was it? You know, because that was a person. You're holding a person. So it might have been a physician. I don't know. Could have been a plumber. The point is, I had this mighty crystal in my hands, and I was standing there naked as the day I was born, whispering into this rock, and I said, please let me do some comedy at a reasonable hour, sometime before evening, but not quite afternoon. You know, this in-between liminal space. Let it be in a neighborhood not known for its cleanliness. <laughs> and look at that. Crystals work, ladies and gentlemen. Magic works. You have to believe. Bless those ancient rocks. Uh, Yay, Ming, and the rumors are here, as we said doing great things. Yay Ming, do you ever uh, speak into stones? Speak into stones. I don't know if you heard what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> um, I would like to speak into a, a salty stone. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to have a savory stone with us at all times. Uh, uh, now, but do you have any? You should stay up. Uh, <laughs> we should have gone over the blocking during the 40-minute sound check. Um, now, do you have any superstitious any, uh, things that you do, any rituals before a big gig like this, 5.30? The tenderloin? Um, well, I definitely need to poop first. Sure, yeah. That's a very important point. A pre-show uh, evacuation of the cavities is often necessary. How are the curly fries, everybody? Good, good. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to be asking me questions. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we had so many emails about the tech writer, and yet this right. fell, fell by the wayside, what the content would actually be. But now, do you, ha you have an album or something coming out? You play all around town, right? We do, yes. Uh, we have a single that just came out called Baby Blue, which you just heard. That's it? Yes. Yeah. Sure, that's great. <laughs> that's one song you put out? 
we put out, well, there's a B-side as there, it's, it's, a, oh, I it's see. a 45 inch record or 45, seven inch record. Um, so there is a B-side. There's two songs. 45 on record. inch record would be nice though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> For one song. That's a good day. <laughs> what are you listening to? Oh, settle in. <laughs> Something blue. It's been going on for a while. Something. <laughs> what would you even play that on? Well, old time things were big. Old time records were big. Everything in the old time was big. Except for people, curiously. Very small, surrounded by big things. Well, uh, we'll look for that. Uh, it's going to be out on uh, some kind of platform that one could download. Yeah, it's, it's on iTunes. It's on Bandcamp. You sure, can find it on Spotify. All the platforms. Oh, that's great. I love when all the platforms are addressed. So, uh, great. You can stick around, though? Uh, I guess so, yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. I appreciate that. Yay, Ming and the Rumors, ladies and gentlemen. That's wonderful. Well, we're going to get into a lot of things here tonight, but first up, I want to bring up somebody that whenever I see her, all of my chakras just explode into a contortion of happiness. I'm so glad that she could uh, be with us tonight. She is a living rainbow, and she's doing a lot of shows here at Sketchfest. Please welcome Michelle Buteau. Michelle, come on up. There she is. Beautiful. Oh, that's for me. Oh, Michelle. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. That's great. Yes. Fantastic. My God, I want to do Zumba to that. That was so cheerful. Yeah. Zumba? Yeah. Yeah, Zumba yep. in neon plus size target clearance workout clothes. <laughs> you get it. I got to dress up the camel toe to work out. <laughs> I you call it a camel hoof. It's like thirsty. You and me both. Uh, have you been over, to, been over to Target this trip? Oh, Target? No, I don't want to get robbed. <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny. I'm, I'm a New Yorker in San Francisco, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I can't, I don't know how to deal with the eye contact of men that shit on themselves. <laughs> yes. there's, there's no school. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen in New York as much is what you're saying. No. No. No, I could tell they're definitely farting, but like... But now that doesn't happen exclusively at Target. <laughs> the one no, I wish it did. <laughs> well, I tell you, the other day I went to put on my belt. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I am. <laughs> and it broke. It just the whole, the top part, no. the belt part broke away from the body part. Oof. And so I had to go to Target, and now I have a beautiful new belt. Thanks Good for to you. Treat yourself, girl. Target. Treat yourself. Yeah. I... I don't wear belts. They make me look fat. That's why I've never worn a strap on. Oh. Oh, my God. There's a kid here. Hi. I'm so sorry. <laughs> People say this is going to be oh, a family Oh, there's so friendly. many kids here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was San Francisco and only be dogs. There's so many kids. There's... I'm There's so sorry. There's a lot sorry. to explain now on it's the way nothing. home. It's just something that mommy and daddy sometimes play with. Let's move on. Wow. Oh, my God. Awkward. This is why I, can, I would be the worst Jamaican nanny. <laughs> that, that's the reason. Why that's would, the reason. Yeah. Yeah. No filter. But now you're doing some, uh, some show. You were out there at Cobbs last night. I was uh, at Cobbs last night. Yeah, last it was time. Janine Garofalo and Friends. I was yeah, one of great. the friends. Great. Um, it was great. I felt like the neighbor in every sitcom because I was like the black friend. Yes. And uh, it was it was wonderful. There, you know, I I love the white people out here because they reminded me of like me at a Weight Watchers meeting, just like full of guilt. And that's. 
<laughs> you got, you know, it's a like, nice feeling to be around. It's a nice feeling. Because yeah, sure. the time is up. <laughs> time is up. Time is up. That's right. Time is up. We're done. My, my time is up. Oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, but, no, it was really nice. I, I love the crowds here in San Francisco. I feel like everyone's like very smart and they're laid back and cool. I feel like if I lived here... I would have dreads and be a yoga teacher. I'd be like a plus-size Lisa Bonet in like five seconds. <laughs> That'd be nice. Thank you. Oh, my God. Who whistles? Are you a fucking sailor? Who whistles? <laughs> Is it Fleet Week? How vintage. <laughs> I feel like I should... I don't know. I feel like I should... <laughs> Like lift like my le- like my jean up and show him some leg. Again, the, the children are present, so. <laughs> I know. Plus, they're skinny jeans that take forever. <laughs> God, they're so tight. But you, you're in, last time I was at Cobb's, I sat by myself with a man who was from Australia, okay. and I believe I was propositioned for uh, some kind of group sex situation. So I haven't been back to Cobb since, since then. I don't, it may have well, changed. I mean, they promised that. So <laughs> Was no. it on the fine print of <laughs> yes, the tickets? Yes, it is. Um, yeah. It was on your coupon. No, that's, yeah. that's fascinating. <laughs> Thank I mean, you for knowing I would use a coupon, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay full sex. price. How, how does one proposi- proposition another one for group sex? Oh, he was just really friendly and then talking about comedy. And the next thing you know, I said, nah, I, I got I to gotta get out of here. Really? Yeah. Was yeah. it Matt Lauer? <laughs> Turn, turns, turns out. Oh, too soon? Too soon? <laughs> Keep your dick in your pants, Matt Lauer. I don't have time. And pay her to copy just as much. They should pay her as I'm much. I'm sorry. Yes. She's like a black girl with bangs. She's doing the most. <laughs> with her Michelle Obama arms. I don't have plus, time. Plus, she has to put up with Kathy Lee. Oh, my God. I, but I or do... did. I guess she's free now. No, she's still doing Kathy. Oh, she does the fourth she, she, hour as she well? She does the fourth hour. Good. But I'm God, saying. Bless her. She's doing it. Someone's got to pay for those spanks and those dresses she wears. <laughs> yes. Am I the only person that watches live television? <laughs> in nope. this town, yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. They all work for the things and the devices and the bots. You have a program coming up, The Singularity or something, right? Oh, that didn't get picked up, but thanks. I, um, yeah. Let's talk about all the shows I've done that have been canceled and don't pick <laughs> But no, okay, but up. fine. I mean, that was a show. I would just it was, say it was a beautiful show. It was um, uh, about AI, artificial intelligence, yeah, and um, how we rely on them, and sort of like yeah. what we do with our phones now. It's like really scary. It felt like a funny episode of Black Mirror where you don't have anxiety. That's yeah. just me. Yeah. And it was directed by Seth Rogen, and he's the bee's knees. And it was like wonderful. And I was in yeah. Vancouver for a month filming it. Lovely place. And lovely place. And no one shitting on themselves. No. Um, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> lots of Patagonia. Yeah. Um, lots of Crocs, kind of like here. Um, it, yeah, I felt like a fat Beyonce. It was great. So many oysters, all the seafood. I didn't. I went hard. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. I so. feel like I'm giving you guys too much information. Is it too many feelings? More? You're not ready. Oh, my gosh. No, we're here to receive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you're also on The Chick. I was happy to see you on that program. You played a roller derby uh, nurse. I played a roller right? derby lesbian nurse. <laughs> and um, We have some of them out here tonight, is that? Hey, <laughs> um... No, I, um... It was really fun. I love, I love the tick. I, I, um, and Ben, the guy that created it, he's amazing. Are you going to um, come back to the show? Is, is there a chance that your character will have powers? What kind of powers would you like to have, Michelle? 
The power to make something fit in the morning. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, nobody gets it? Everything fits? <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, it's really, you know what's funny about the tick is that um, when I audition for it, they're like, oh, sassy, tell it like it is. I'm like, duh, bitch. And, um, and that's like the description they'll use for a black girl. They'll never say we need an African-American or a black person. They're just like real confident in who she is. I'm like, okay. I'm picking up what you're laying down, and it's not so raven. Um, <laughs> she has her own show now, too. She, she will always have her own show. <laughs> Even the when there's no show, on. she is still the show. Um, but oh, yeah, God. I found out two days before we had to film my scene for The Tick that they wanted me to be a roller derby girl. And they're like, what size are your skates, or are you bringing your skates? I was like, skates for what? <laughs> and they're like, for roller derby. I was like, what that? I didn't know what that was. You didn't know what that was. You Do never I look done like that? a roller? I, I don't look, know. I don't know. My look is like I'm just getting by paying my health insurance. <laughs> roller I, derby I girls are serious. I, I'm gonna, I would thought about texting you this morning, and I thought, no, she's not up. This is not a good idea to text her this early. Well, how early? Oh, about 9 o'clock or so. I'm up at 7.30, honey. Is that true? Yes. Well, I've learned know. something here yes. today. What are you doing at 7.30? Uh, having anxiety. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Just kidding. <laughs> well, I was walking what down else? to get a pastry is what I, I was doing. <laughs> I, I, I woke up and I was like, what's going to happen in Hawaii and shit? You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah, they had a, a Hashtag too soon. All right. Yeah. That, the only person having fun are like the two 10-year-olds. Perfect. Um, <laughs> they learned a lot of new words. <laughs> Bitch. Um, Their heads are full tonight. Yes. Story and question time this evening. I feel evening. like you just, you asked me something and I didn't answer. I don't no, remember. Oh, it I am up yes. so early because I have two dogs. Does oh. anyone else have dogs? Everyone else is a selfish cunt. Just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, another word they learned. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up because I don't want my orders Selfish up. Selfish is the key part um, of that that they should take away. Yeah, yes. I mean, I'm up because my do I don't want my dogs to shit in my house. And so I'm like a Puerto Rican Kathy Bates, like a Dolores Claiborne. I got to get up and take care of things. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, then, well I, I, then I'm going to start texting you early, I guess. Text me. Text me whenever you need. I will, now that I have the number. It's so great. And uh, you, you have some more shows that you're doing here at the festival. Yeah. How long are you in town? Um, I'm leaving in 24 hours. Well, less than. First flight tomorrow. You know, I love, I love San Francisco. I've said this 17 times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost feel like I'm Trump being like, I'm the least racist person. I actually really do love San Francisco. I also miss my husband and my dogs, and I miss using my own toilet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah. It doesn't feel the same unless, you you know, you're... Yay Ming knows exactly what you yeah, mean. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. It just feels good. It feels right. It's natural. <laughs> we have to do it. Yeah. And so I'm doing Moshe Kasher's podcast. Yes. And then I'm also going to do his show at Cobb's tonight. Great. And uh, it's going to be fun, fun, fun. I got a special coming out. Um, when will this air, by the way? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I got a special coming out on a streaming service. Okay. And and I'm I'm working on it today. Tonight. One of our more popular streaming services. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. We'll look it, for it. It might rhyme with Mepix. I can't figure it out, but I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> oh, this is a joy. My pants don't even feel tight anymore. Oh, you see what spending a little time with me will do. I know. 
Michelle, it's great to have you back on the show. I know you have to run to do the next uh, next. I'm going to gently walk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They have car services here, too. I can't run with these tits. It's like two hairless chihuahuas fighting each other. It's a gift to you. Come it's a on. gift to you. Come on. He's like a young Justin Bieber. You get it. He's 10 years old. He already knows how to recycle everything. He's in San Francisco. Come on. Michelle Buteau, everybody. Yes. Michelle Buteau. Sure. Thank you. Have a great shows. Wonderful. Oh, wow. A lot of good images in the head now. Ooh, we're going to have to have a whole second after program uh, set up for the children. Okay. Well, my next guest is a rising comedy superstar. She's just flown in from her hometown in Portland, home of many great coffee shops and some surprisingly aggressive homeless people. Uh, please welcome Becky Bronstein to the stage. <laughs> Becky, so nice to see you. Look at you. That is fair. That is a fair description yes, of I've Portland, been there. Oregon. Portland, Very also fair. kind of uh, northern San Francisco. If you cross the Golden Gate Bridge, Portland. Sure, yeah, yeah you might. Yeah. Very <laughs> similar to here is what I'm saying. I think so. A little less terrifying, I feel like, as far as... Well, I, I'm originally from Alaska, of yes, course. Yes, so of course. To me, this is a terrifying, huge city that, like, <laughs> just <laughs> fills me with fear. No, I love it. I love it. It's like a love. It's a terrifying love. Yeah, that, honestly, that's the best feeling you can have. It is. That, I mean, Hi, kids. <laughs> you've identified marriage in just uh, two words. Wah, that's wah. Uh, terrific. Uh, <laughs> Even good ones. It's like that. Um, now, uh, uh, let's talk about Alaska, though, because I okay. have been there. I feel like more people should get hip to it. It's uh, one of the... It's surprising in how beautiful it is. Yes. I put my hand... We took one of the boats out into the bays, you know. Oh, the bays. Yeah, we got and, bays, too. And I reached out my hand and scooped up a glacier. And, you know, this little, this little ice cube is what, you know, shaped the Grand Canyon. That's what's left of it now. And you can just go up there and see it, and then it melts, and you think, well, that's a shame. <laughs> Should have done more. You, that may have just been a regular ice cube, buddy. I think glaciers <laughs> are pretty big. Yeah. They're, they're pretty, they are melting. They are yeah. receding. The polar yeah. bears are dying. Palin is laughing. But they're... Still pretty big. I mean, yeah. we got a lot of room up there. A lot of space. It's a yeah. spacious state. Um, and yeah, glaciers, ice. You think other we got things. more time? Is what I'm saying. And where, where in Alaska were you from? Uh, I grew up on a mountain about 15 minutes outside of Anchorage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in Eagle River, Alaska. Anyone here from Eagle River? Nope. <laughs> where are Eagle River heads out there? Which uh, oh, it's, it's is the so next town there. over from where Sarah Palin comes from, if that gives you any sort of clue. She's very popular here. She's the a lot of second most famous Alaskan <laughs> <laughs> after myself. But uh, it's, it's just beautiful, and more it people is. should go up there. They and should. Anchorage is, yep. uh, it's okay, it's a little gray, but they have a lot going on, and then you can get to the mountains very easily. A lot going on is a strong statement. That's generous. Thank you. But, <laughs> well, they yeah. have one thing that you can go and do. And uh, like uh, some reindeer sausage. You can, there's many different kinds of drugs you can take in Anchorage, I'll have you know. You can also drink alcohol, go to movies, yeah. stay at home. That's like four things already. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's a, you've uh, outlined a full day, that's Get for sure. Get eaten by a bear, maybe? 
You don't know. I don't know. But uh, now you moved to you moved to Portland because I you, did. you had some kind of illness. I did. Yeah. We're getting we're getting real here. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I am a cancer survivor. Yep. I had uh, metastatic thyroid cancer. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, absolutely. I, That's okay. great. Totally. Yep. Did it. I don't know. Like, what did I do? I showed up to appointments. Like, honestly, <laughs> no. Like, I've <laughs> I've had my throat cut three times. That sounds very Alaskan. Uh, I almost lost my voice forever. Whoa. But, uh, to be clear, um, that was in relationship to the treatment, but not, not because you yeah. were in Alaska. Okay. No. Okay. It was not freezing off. No. Yeah. It's just like my cancer was, like, in the throat. They had to, like, get in there and do these get gnarly surgeries and, like... The surgeon's just like, well, you might lose your voice forever, so sign here. Like, fucking, whoa, okay. Yeah, okay, a lot, a lot, to, a lot to process. Didn't and, lose and, it. But did, were you ever tempted to maybe uh, put some crystals on it? No. No? No, no. Uh, no uh, holistic path for you with this? It was, no. Uh, no. No. No rubbing of essential oils. Nope. I bring it up because I sell essential oils from the home, <laughs> and I would love for you to visit our website. Yeah. A lot of diffusers on there. I have a diffuser shaped like a chicken that is marvelous. Anyhow. Who doesn't? Um, anyhow. Who doesn't? But then, were you funny before the illness? Uh, <laughs> I, was, I think I was funnier before. No, I don't know. Yeah, yes. yes. It's all I've got. I mean, look at me. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, like, there's, I had no one to talk to in Alaska, right? So yeah. I just, like, you can only scream jokes at so many moose in the backyard and then hit the road, went to America, cancer... <laughs> Ah, and now, like, fucking here I am in San Francisco, yeah. swearing at kids. I'm, yeah. you know. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream, damn it. Yeah, here yes. in America, anything's yeah. possible. Yes, it is. Yes, unlike Alaska. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything's possible <laughs> in America. <laughs> it's also, I mean, look at our president. How is that well, possible? I'd Holy rather shit. not. I'd rather not. We weren't surprised, by the way, in Alaska when Trump got elected, because, like, Sarah Palin was our Trump. Like, we'd already been through yeah. it. So, like, we were numb to that shit. Like, but, but there's hope on the other side. We could still end up with a compromising Murkowski or something. Murkowski. She's, oh, that's a deep-cut Alaskan reference there. Well, yeah. This goes she, out pretty far and wide, so I want to make sure I'm... She's usually pretty cool for a Republican, but, man, she's been slipping lately, man. She's, she's been, been slipping. slipping. But so then you got to Portland, and uh, yeah. you, you, you got the treatment, and then you started yeah. doing comedy then. That's my point. You were doing the comedy from that point, or were you uh, doing open mics in the Anchorage? <laughs> or there, well, e Eagle River. What was oh, it? Oh, yeah, no, Eagle River is like the place where you just sleep and then you go work in Anchorage. Oh, oh like, I see, I see. No, no, uh, there was no stand-up comedy in Alaska when I lived there. The scene started developing after I left. There's like five of them now. They're yeah. nice people. Yeah. They go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a quick they open mic. They perform in this... There's like a bar. It has like sawdust on the floor like yeah. in case you throw up. It's like one of those kind of bars. But like they got comedy now, you know? But like I'm already gone, so... Yeah. Eh. Missed out on that, but... Uh, uh, shucks. Well, maybe you'll get invited back. I am, actually. I'm going to be up there in March for a benefit show at a new venue that doesn't have sawdust on the oh, floor. Drat. Moving on up, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Killing it. Uh, and then Oregon, of course, you've, you've been thriving up there. Uh, we, saw, sure. we, we did not yeah. see each other, but we were both no. down at the Hell Yes Festival in New Orleans. Hell Yes, we were. New Orleans, yes. what a crazy place. Holy fucking shit. Yes, that is, yes, yes. Yeah, like New Orleans... Things. It's like another dimension, man. Doing comedy in the South is like so different from doing it here on the West Coast. Like, you know that thing I say, like, you know, I'm from Alaska and now, now I'm in America. Ha ha ha. I said that in Louisiana, nobody left. <laughs> they just well. nodded. Like, go on, welcome to our country. Tell us more. Like, it was. <laughs> Which, like, you know, 
It's a different pace. It's They're just still a fighting pace. the Civil War down there, though. So, like, <laughs> well, it's not surprising true. the Alaska Purchase is still pending, you know? Did, <laughs> did you have a good time? Paid for the check to clear. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah. I loved it. Oh, my yeah, God. Like, yeah, it was a nice festival. Voodoo yeah. Museum and all that. And, like, yeah. This time, for the first time, I've been there many, many times. Thank you very much. And uh, I, this is the first time I was tempted to go get my future read by one of the many uh, psychics that are there. And I went into the place, and they were going to read my tea leaves. And I thought, well, okay. And then I sat down at the table, and I got a, a wave came over me, Becky. And I said, no, 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 no. And I got out of there. And I went right across the street, and long story short, I ended up spending about 150 bucks on crystals at a very nice place. And uh, I don't need to know about my past lives to know I love crystals. Well, I got a, I got a guy out in the valley who'll sell you a crystal for less than that, brother. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe I'll come up there. There's a nice rock museum in Portland. Museum? <laughs> yeah, well, museum is a, a broad term, I guess, for that. But uh, Portland is a museum, man. It's just everywhere you turn, there's something crazy to see, you know? Like So true. It's, uh, yeah. It's... <laughs> Freak me out there, I man. Know, like, I got I was in like, close. You looked into my soul. I like, did. Oh, I my did. God. I saw a bright future, though, Did Becky. you? I did. Was it bright? I did. What do yeah. you see happening for so me? So much. So much. What do you got, man? What well, do you, you got? got a half hour special coming your way. I know it. Sweet. <laughs> Is it going to be on, like, Flet Mix or whatever? It'll be on Flet Mix, yeah. And it'll be, mix. it'll be released on a 45-inch record. Bam! You so know it uh, will. all the kids yeah. will bring it down off the shelf. Let's listen to some comedy. Yeah. From Alaska. Let's do it, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Can you fish and do all those things? No, I never. Uh, no, I don't leave the house. You know. Really, kind of a, kind of a, I'm a couch. Potato. Well, I met with Alaska. You didn't. You didn't. There were no uh, things that you had to do. You go outside, you might die, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like well, big so I mean, animals. You don't have any survival skills for that kind of thing. It gets cold here too. Oh, doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. that's an Alaskan what is it, cut. Like right 50 there. Fifty degrees cold, do you? <laughs> that's an Anchorage burn, if ever I had one. My gosh. No, I don't know, man. Like, it's like 20 below. It's pitch dark, eight months out of the year. There's bears outside your house. I had a bear come to my front door. It was like ringing the doorbell with its snout. Like, I don't know. I pulled a gun on the paper boy. Weird shit happens there, like, every day, and you just, like, keep stepping. So, like, I don't know. We're not impressed by, uh, <laughs> I don't know, fishing, hunting, whatever. They come to you. Like, you don't got to go find the animals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, like, yeah. open the door. There's a moose, like, licking your yeah. car, like... Every day's an adventure. Every day's a safari, man. And you actively want to get away from them, which is nice. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's usually too late, though. Like, if you get up close <laughs> with, like, a moose, like, you need to yep. go. Yep, forget it. Forget it. Yeah, man. They're not afraid of people. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. They'll, they'll just, like, stare down the barrel of a gun. They'll, they'll, they'll run into your car. You hit a moose with your car, like, it'll total your car. You might die. Like, it's just, that's everyday life, man. Yeah. Ah. But definitely, people should go to Alaska. Go, yes! <laughs> go hiking. Check it out. Bring a uh, cheeseburger yeah, and go yeah. in the woods with nothing to protect you. Yeah, no, yeah. there's... <laughs> sure, play some Pokemon Go out in the forest. <laughs> Catch them all. Catch them all or yeah. get caught. That's how it should be. 
Um, well, you're gonna you have some other shows that you're gonna do, right? I you're, do. You're I've got rushing. one tonight, actually. As soon as I leave here, I'm heading okay. straight over to the Audible Fresh Voices show at Doc's Lab. Well, that's then great. Then tomorrow, yes. I'm doing a sold-out show at the Alamo. Okay. And I'm recording an audio diary special documentary thing for Audible about the festival. That's going to air at some point. That's I can wonderful. say the name of my network. It's Audible. Yes, proud sponsors of the SF Sketch Fest. <laughs> I think if we say Postmates, we get some food delivered to our Postmates? house for free. I don't have Postmates, but Postmates to sure, this guy Postmates right here. This They're guy. great. Uh, yeah. Fucking love them. Thumbs sure. up. Free food. More Postmates, yeah, baby. the, b- the, food the better. The isn't free. It's the delivery is free, right? Oh, a hitch. It's like, I buy, you fly. <laughs> I should have read the contract again. Oh, well. Well, uh, uh, Becky, it's so wonderful to have you uh, here with us here, in the deep night, so and I cool. wish you a great festival Thank you. and all good things you in your future. Well. Becky man, Bronstein, totally. everybody. Woo! So great. Leave that, take that. There you go. Yeah, you're okay. That's wonderful. How about that? Alaska, wild. <laughs> We got some things in uh, Brooklyn, too, that are spooky. <laughs> so, you know, it's not all just pleasant when you walk out the door. You got, how are you guys doing? Good? Okay. Now, my next guests uh, are two uh, self-identifying witches. They host the Astral Projection Radio Hour program there on the BFF.FM. And uh, I'm excited to get into some... We talk about the dark art of comedy, and sometimes we just talk about the dark arts, and oh my gosh, let's see. You've learned a lot of words. Now let's learn some weird concepts. Uh, let's welcome uh, uh, She-Wolf and Beatrix uh, to the stage. We're going to get there. Either way, all avenues lead here. Thanks for being here. That's wonderful. Oh, you may have to share a, a microphone. Uh, so I guess you might be familiar with sharing a microphone anyhow. No, Maybe... we actually have, have two separate microphones. Oh, I is, see. It's a high-end high. operation over there at Astral Projection Radio. And so uh, she wolf uh, Beatrix. Correct. We're going to go with that. Yeah, yeah okay. Because what are names anyway? Sometimes our true name reveals itself. And sometimes you have to host a podcast for nine years to actually get to your true self even if you're pretending to be someone else. The point is, uh, it's wonderful uh, wonderful we, to have you. We all you. become crystals. So we all become crystals in the end, so there you go. <laughs> we actually have, uh, for guests on our show, a handy witch name generator that they can uh, plug their name into. A witch name generator yeah. that would generate a witch name for you? It will. It's run off of like a 90s GeoCities website that I dug up. Those are the best. It's not very good, but... You know, the, the witch generator is not very good. It's it's hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but it chooses you, so you don't you don't get a yeah. second shot. You're do I do I give off because I've been practicing witchcraft as it turns out for about I don't know fifteen years or so, though I didn't really realize it until after the divorce. But the point is, uh, do do I have a kind of witch vibe to you? You got the owl. I do have that's, the amulet. That's yes. how I was able to find you here. Yeah. You, you have like a, a Twin Peaks Dr. Jacoby vibe. Oh, sure. Okay. I'll take a Dr. Might be Jacoby. Maybe the owl, the owl, too. Yeah. Well, they, they know what this they're talking her. about. This 
Yeah, tell us about the altar. Whoa, I'd love to tell you about the altar because that's, uh, well, there's some crystals here uh, that uh, have Ghosts. been purchased. Some, uh, these are some old friends of mine. Who I are... buried this fella, <laughs> and uh, that was an afternoon. And uh, got a succulent today, which if you'd like to take it with you, because I'm not taking that on the plane, you're you welcome to do. should definitely take it on the plane. That's how everyone will know you're coming from San Francisco. <laughs> yes, yes, I, would, uh, I do have gold status, so maybe it's fine to bring a succulent with me. But, but now but you, Beatrix is the the plant witch of the two of us, so give it to her. You're taking I'll it. I'll take it. I'll yeah. totally take it. You're taking it. Now you you host the show and you have music on the show. Yes. Yes, and you then you also get into all the subjects and different topics. Maybe if you could just tell us some of the topics that you get into. Yeah. So uh, we were referred to as kind of NPR for witches. Uh, we, NPR for witches. Yeah. Yes. So we take on these personas that are really just ourselves in our witch forms, and we talk about things ranging from ghosts to the paranormal to aliens. 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 <laughs> aliens has been big recently. Uh, strange beasts, strange happenings, but also uh, we are feminists at heart, so we talk a lot about that and about uh, witchcraft as uh, a sigil for power in these really fucked up times. So... There was a Venn diagram that had cats, feminism, and the occult. That would be our show. <laughs> well, perfect. That's perfect. I'd be kind of over here. But that's, uh, that's wonderful. Um, now, last time I was here, last year, we did the show uh, here. It was during the Women's March was happening. And uh, thank goodness we got all that resolved. <laughs> all right. Well, we really dodged a bullet there. And now we're in the clear. And everything's fine every day. But uh, you have a book coming out, and you're talking about peak witch capitalism. Uh, <laughs> that, that, is a coin, that is a phrase we coined on the show. Yes. Uh, referring to this moment uh, where witchcraft has kind of gone the way of aesthetic and the way of being merchandised. Uh, but we do have a book coming out that we hope will be kind of the antithesis of that. Yes. We are not asking for you to go out and buy many, uh, you know, dead people in the form of crystals and get your whole like lifestyle set up uh, in order to be a witch. You don't need very much to be. So a witch. it's a kind of a, a, a like an Ina Garten back to basics with uh, witchcraft. I can't speak to this. I don't. I'm not familiar with her. Like a dash of Nigella Lawson in there. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Instructions for, what is it, budget witchcraft? What are we talking about? Just practical witchcraft. Pra practical, yes. Pra sorry. We're into the practical practical <laughs> yeah. witch tips. It's a regular segment on our show. Yeah. yeah, practical things you can do with just, I don't know, a couple of sugar cubes. and a like take a curtain off your wall, you know, wrap yourself in it, find some herbs in your kitchen, throw them in a jar, burn them. Oh, so, so Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did do uh, a live honor hex of uh, Donald Trump. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, often. They were doing it at, at uh, City Hall? Yes. For Halloween, uh, there was a hex white supremacy march at City Hall, and we kind of did a, a virtual version over the radio. Because yep. it was happening exactly at the same time as our show, which I took as a sign. Like, they knew what was going on. And yeah. We were kind of channeling the... Uh, and was, the, was the hex was the idea of the hex to get more of that no. out? Because <laughs> I feel like if it's to make it go away, it's not working. Oh, 
it's a, it's a like a really long battle. Yes, it is. But uh, uh, it's a, well, we have. I, yes, we we will keep making hexes every day and see you what see what happens. Gotta keep trying, man. But so speaking you get of the right hex, maybe we're just maybe we still not have the right the right words. Oh, it's all about the words, is it? Or it could be. It's well, just a long burn, you know? Like, you just. <laughs> I hope it's not a long burn. There's not much more I can it's take. It's pretty long. But now, you are, a, 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 a Beatrix, you are a, a, an expert in Egyptian curses. Is that true? Uh, this, is, this is true. Uh, when I was in fifth grade, I went to a ancient Egyptology for super nerds camp, and it was. To date, uh, the highlight of my life. Okay, but not, but but to be clear, that's not the qualification that makes you an expert that, in. No, that's the qualification. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got, wow. I won an award. It's the only award I've ever won, and it was for oh, distinguished scholar of ancient curses. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well. Thank you. I take it. I take it back then. Uh, fifth grade was very formative, and uh, a lot of experts come out of fifth grade. I think yeah. so. Um, but now, what is an example of an Egyptian curse? Because when I think of an Egyptian curse, I think, well, now we're not talking about if you work on the pyramids and the plumber comes by and he doesn't do a good job and you just kind of shake your fist and say, <laughs> sideways, bird face, staff on snake. That's not an, uh, that's not an Egyptian, you know, like cursing no, in hieroglyph no. is not what we're talking about. But, you could, but, though, if you wanted to. But, but you're talking about, like, a hex or a spell. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, look at everything that's happened to the explorers that tried to break into the ancient Egyptian tombs and the pyramids. Doesn't yeah. end Google, well. Google that shit. It's yeah, nuts. It doesn't end well for them. <laughs> no, never. I don't like sand. Yeah. Or tight spaces, so I don't, I <laughs> don't want to go to Egypt yeah. or explore a tomb. But what I know about Egypt is they have a lot of beetles... Scarabs. And scarabs. Yeah. And then I sometimes think, gosh, you don't see a lot of beetles anymore. But that's the kind of thing that I would say, and then I get back to New York, and then suddenly it's a beetle infestation, and I think, oh, damn! Yeah, man. Keep your mouth cat. shut, you know what I mean? You need a feline. You need a feline around me? Yes. I do. Yeah, I think what I've gotten out of the ancient... Egyptians and their magic is that cats are really good companions and they'll, they'll get the bugs for you. Cats are a good companion for an Egyptian witch. Or any witch. Yeah. Or, or any witch, sure. Any witch. Yes, yes. Right. Or a wizard. <laughs> Foul familiars, that's what I call my cat. Familiars, yeah. yes. Yeah. And uh, so uh, one of the other things that you explore, you talk about spiritual journeys. Yes. I feel like your microphone's on a spiritual journey right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what constitutes a spiritual journey for you? What are some key elements we need on there? There are uh, many different kinds of spiritual journeys. So it kind of just, you know, depends on the person. But uh, I recently had an experience with uh, a substance that I would call spiritual. I... Substance uh, like drywall? Uh, yes. Up <laughs> in the drywall. <laughs> yeah. I participated in an ayahuasca ceremony for the first time, and I, I would have a, I would describe my experience as somewhat spiritual. As somewhat spiritual. I start every day with an ayahuasca breakfast smoothie and some dry weed toast. Yeah, what do you, and, what do you whoa, think? I am ready for the go? day. Where yeah. do you go? Do you just go right to your I mortality? I make my own. I make like, my own. <laughs> oh, where do I go spiritually? Yeah. Oh, yes. I've seen this planet. That stuff about Alaska, I've never been to Alaska. Yeah, but, but you've touched the void. 
except up here. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite... Alaska the mind. I've touched that glacier. <laughs> My favorite uh, Q&A portion was when I asked She-Wolf, how long did it last? Like, did it feel like a long time? And she was like, what is time? I was like, damn. Yeah. I'm not doing ayahuasca anytime soon. Yeah, what is time? What is time? What but is it's time? a valid question, because what is time? Let me know when you figure out. <laughs> I will. I'll call you after my journey in the morning. <laughs> let you know after where I go. After you have that cereal. That's right. That rainbow bowl of cereal. <laughs> That's right. Um, and uh, any, any death ritual? You talk about death rituals. Is there something that I absolutely need to have in my end-of-life kit? I'm trying to figure that out myself. I... A water bottle? Getting suggestions from people who have prepared their own end-of-life kits. I think there's a straw. And the thing they want to make sure is that there's, well, they can have a last bottle of water. Yeah. I think there's some kind of straw that lets you drink all kinds of water. A straw Maybe a passport, you know. One thing I've learned is you should not tell somebody on a first date that you uh, want to be a death doula. It's not, not gone well for me. At least yeah. twice. Not a, not a popular Tinder not bio. A, not a popular, no. Death doula. Death doula. It's just not the right guy <laughs> yeah. or girl. You, you, you may not have right, met the right person. That's yeah, right. not the right, That's right person. That's right. I didn't even think about it. Death doula. Because I would be like, oh, tell me more. Be my death doula. That's why you're my radio wife. <laughs> <laughs> Counting on you to live longer than me. So you can be my death doula. I feel like something personal is happening and I <laughs> don't want to interrupt. It's a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> but I am very scared. So... <laughs> Uh, speaking of being scared, is there something where you've just you've cracked open something or you've said a spell out loud and you thought, oh my gosh, the magic is out and I am spooked? Yes. Yeah, can you talk about it? Oh, it's a long story, uh, but... Maybe condense I, it. Needless to say, I think I... <laughs> I know, I'm not going to... I'll give the abridged version. Uh I think I phrased it to my therapist as, I feel like I pulled a spiritual muscle and I can't stop crying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the short story. Oh, but that, <laughs> so that affected you, not out in the world. We're okay it, with it that. It affected me, not out oh, in the good. world. Okay. But I think it was like, you know, uh, maybe I said a word wrong or, you know. That's what I mean. We can say words yeah, wrong, can't yeah. we? Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Definitely doubled back on me. Absolutely. Some, I once mispronounced uh, a continuity. Mm, yeah, oh. And, oh. You don't want to know what happens gosh. when you mispronounce continuity. Oh. It's going to haunt you for like 30 it, it years. It still you know? does. I replay. just <laughs> recall I had a hot flash just thinking about it. <laughs> it's very dangerous. Um, uh, uh, so, so what else is going to be in the book? You talk about cat magic too. Cats, yeah. as you said, the familiars and lady magic. We talked about that. Death rituals. Well, this is a full book for just a... There's, a there's going to be a lot of feelings, rituals, spells, moons. Moods. Moods. moods or moods moon? and moons, moon, moods and moons. moon moods. Yeah, do you ever just look up at that thing, uh, the thing in the sky, the moon, and just think, "Gosh, how is it just up there?" All the time. Just all the time. Ah, doing just the yeoman's work. You can say words wrong. It's, it's doing just moon stuff up there. And sometimes it's in shadow. Other times it's just full on. Crazy how that happens. It's a lot. It's definitely round. So round. So round. How to get that round? My gosh. Well, maybe there's a book out there for me. Figure out some of this stuff. Well, uh, when can you tune in to the Astral Projection Radio Hour? 
so we are on BFF.fm, which, which is, is an internet site. It is an internet site. It yeah. stands for Best Frequencies Forever. It Best runs Frequencies Forever. Yeah, yep. and uh, we run out of uh, the Mission in San Francisco. I've heard there of it. There is a lot of programming on it, and we are on on Tuesdays from four to six p.m. Pacific. Every okay. Week. But if you can't tune in at that time, you can look in our archives, and all of our shows are there. Yes, well, I've been listening to a bunch of them, and they're terrific. Thanks. But and, uh, uh, I encourage the the analog version because you can tweet at us in real time. It's like. New school call-in radio. You mean you know? put a tape in and make a tape out of it? Sure. That's what you uh, mean by analog version? <laughs> yes. Get a cassette. Send us your long-form tweets in the mail. <laughs> we will okay. read them live on air. All right. Yeah. I'll put in the reel-to-reel. We've yeah. been known to cast spells on air. Oh, my. Yeah, and do dream interpretation via emoji. Well, so. well we're all going to tune in, and it's been so <laughs> wonderful to have you both here. I thank you. Beatrix and She-Wolf, ladies and gentlemen. Astro Projection Radio. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now that... You you may return to your seats if you need to. That's just fine. Thank you very much. Gosh, even how they move is full of witchcraft. (sighs) Spooky. (laughs) This has been great. Uh, That concludes our time together in the deep night. I want to thank all of our guests, Michelle and Becky and Beatrice, Beatrix and She-Wolf and uh, all the folks here at Piano Fight and SF Sketch Fest. It's always a great time to be here. Now, Ye Ming and the Rumors are going to play us out, so I will say good night and God is blessed. Thanks for being here. That'll do it. What a time we had. My thanks again to everyone. Lucky numbers this week are 402 and very tall, which correspond to the number of lift rides I took in SF, the number of burritos I consumed, and the height of the ancient redwoods. Personalized reading goes out to Tammy Pinacetti in Sebastopol, California. Hear us when we say... There's just something that mommy and daddy sometimes play with. Let's move on. Wow. And remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night is brought to you by Jameson Spirit Cleanser, the original prairie-grade sage that you can burn whenever things start making noises in your walls. Or a spirit appears at the foot of your bed wearing 18th century sailing regalia. Deep Night is independently produced and performed by James Bewley. Deep Night Season 10 podcast image by artist Kelsey Roten. Deep Night Season 10 theme by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the season provided by the talented roster of Howler Hills Farm. The Deep Night Podcast can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on Apple Podcasts, where we kindly ask you to subscribe and then leave a rating or a review. Once again, thank you for listening. I know I could have had my chance, and now it's past most definitely. But you were looking for a while, now I know what it's like to be free. You were over me.